Hello and welcome to a new episode of Latinidad in the Lou. I'm your host Miguel Rincan and today we're going to be talking with Ben Molina. He's the program manager in the Alzheimer's Association of Greater Missouri. But before we get to you, Ben, I just want to remind you guys to follow us on all of our social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, when we are everywhere and anywhere as the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce of Metropolitan St. Louis. If you want to follow the podcast, if you want to follow the show, the Camarón Vivo show, if you want to learn about every event that we got going on, just give us a follow on social media and you'll be able to be up to date with everything but now going into the episode hi ben how are you hey miguel good how are you i'm good i'm good i remember we were talking at our last business after hours that happens once a month um it was a at midwest bank center correct we yeah. were talking about it and you came up to me and you were like hey miguel how can i be on your podcast <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have to bribe you. No, thank you for that invite. <laughs> no, yeah, I was like, it's going to be like 25 bucks. But yeah. No, but uh, we're so we're really happy you're here. I'm gl glad, glad we made it happen. So for people who don't know you, who don't know like what the Alzheimer's Association is, can you just tell, tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about the place you work? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hi, everybody. My name is Ben Molina. Um, I'm a program manager for the Alzheimer's Association. Um, I have been with the association for about four years. I, my background is in social work. Um, I have a master's in social work and I, uh, I was born in Bolivia. So oh, I'm, okay. a, I'm a transplant uh, <laughs> to the United States and also to St. Louis. Okay. okay. Um, I actually didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. you were born in Bolivia. Nice. See, I've talked to you so many times and the first thing, now I finally learned that about you. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I've been connecting with so many people here in the St. Louis area who yeah. are from Bolivia, which is it's just wonderful. Nice. Yeah, that's great. Um, so I was going through your sort of through your website, and obviously you guys have the Alzheimer's Association. You guys uh, focus on Alzheimer's, right? But do you guys focus on because I, I keep seeing like other type of like mental diseases like dementia and stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you, what what kind of diseases do you guys? Uh, what mental disability? I guess I don't know if that's the word for it. Uh, what else do you guys? focus on because I know a lot of people maybe have the misconception that you guys only deal with Alzheimer's yeah so the Alzheimer's Association we're a nonprofit organization and we're really the leading organization um, uh, for care and support and research when it comes to Alzheimer's and dementia and you're uh, you're not the first one that's asked me, you know, what is <laughs> Alzheimer? What is dementia? Is it a mental illness? Because there is a common misconception yeah. that it's similar to maybe depression or anxiety. Uh, but it's really, it's, it's not a mental illness. It's a disease of the brain. Okay. okay. So it's a, it's a progressive disease where your brain is slowly shrinking, which is called atrophy, and brain cells are dying. Mm -hmm. And this is causing... Uh, the person to experience changes in their memory, their thinking, and their reasoning. Yeah. And so it's not just memory, it's really impacting their brain as a whole and their ability to function uh, in their environment. Okay, okay, so it is, so it's not like a mental disability or a mental di like uh, disease, like it's an actual disease, like you said, like it's shrinking the brain. I didn't know that it was actually mm -hmm. shrinking the brain, that sounds... Yeah. Um. Yeah. And so the Alzheimer's Association, um, although our name is Alzheimer's Association, we're providing services to anybody that's impacted by any form of dementia. Okay. Alzheimer's okay. is really the most common type of dementia, mm -hmm. uh, but there are key differences when we're talking about um, dementia and Alzheimer's. And I'd love to explain that yeah, to you. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, <laughs> I was going to be my next question. What is uh, what's the difference in 
Yeah. Yeah, because we get uh, whenever I'm talking with families, they they always ask me this question: mm -hmm. What is the difference? Um, so when we're talking about dementia, really think of it as this general term. Okay. That's describing these group of symptoms that are impacting a person's memory, thinking, and their reasoning. So with with these symptoms, there are many different types of dementias and many uh, things that are causing them to happen. Mm -hmm. So for Alzheimer's, when someone has Alzheimer's disease, it's a type of dementia, and it means that um, the changes in memory, thinking, and reasoning are being caused by these plaques and these tangles in a person's brain that are destroying their, their okay. brain cells. But there's lots of different mm -hmm. types of dementia. Mm -hmm. So vascular dementia is another common form. So this is uh, typical for someone with uh, cardiovascular issues okay. like a stroke if they've had strokes in the past. It can um, cause this form of dementia. Mm -hmm. There's Lewy body dementia, there is frontotemporal dementia, Parkinson's related dementia. So a whole host of different types of dementia, but the common thing is that memory, thinking, and reasoning, mm -hmm. all of these are having this wow, effect I on didn't, I didn't know that there were actually like so many, there, mm -hmm. there's a lot, of a, a lot of them that you mentioned that I, I don't know, yeah. you know, I don't know what they mean, I don't know what they do, so it's, um, it's great to know that there's actually more that you guys not only because like I said, I myself and a lot of I know a lot of people when you hear of Alzheimer's Association, of course, you think of only Alzheimer's, but you guys mm -hmm. do research. You guys do research for Alzheimer's, but I know you guys do also research for other types of dementia, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're doing uh, research for all different types of dementia and our goal uh, is threefold. So one is to raise funds for, for research mm -hmm. um, across the globe. Number two is to raise awareness about the importance of catching this disease early, so early detection, as well as reducing all of our risk in getting this disease. And then lastly, providing care and support services to families. Okay. Okay. I can also. I've been also seeing on your website. I was looking at through uh, through it the last couple of days. There's a lot of commitment with like diversity, like equity and inclusion. Like you guys always talk about that. Like what are ways that you guys are trying to um, accomplish all that? Yeah. No. This is really really important for us as a national organization as well as for our local chapter. Um, Diversity, equity, and inclusion is something that uh, is at the forefront of everything that we're doing because we know that underserved communities, underrepresented communities are disproportionately impacted by this disease because okay. it's backed by research. So black Americans are two times as likely to develop Alzheimer's um, later in life, and then Hispanic Americans are one and a half times more likely. But it's not just people of color. We know that women have a higher risk, uh, the LGBTQ community, mm -hmm. um, Asian Americans, Native Americans. So when you say, sorry to interrupt no, you, yeah. but just for people to understand. So when you say that uh, African Americans and, and Hispanic Americans have like two times more and like one and a half more, is that comparing to whites? To whites, that what it is? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. uh, African Americans are twice as more likely to get Alzheimer's than a white person. Mm -hmm. okay. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I just wasn't sure if that's what you were basing no, off white people. No. Good clarity. Or? Yeah. Yeah. Good okay. clarity. Okay. So yeah, the uh, white American population. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Uh, so yeah, you 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 were saying that uh, how important 
equity, diversity, and inclusion is for you guys, at least at the, at the forefront of yeah. everything you guys do. And so um, what we're doing right now is trying to bring awareness of this disease and bring support and services to these communities uh, throughout our service area. Mm -hmm. So nationally, for example, for the Hispanic community, mm -hmm. we've developed national partnerships with the Mexican Consulate and their Ventanilla de Salud program, okay, okay. Um, the uh, uh, National Hispanic Council on Aging, the National Hispanic um, a medical association okay. and the National Association of Hispanic Nurses, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where we're uh, ra ra raising awareness to these large organizations and also bringing services to their local communities. And then locally, we have partnerships like the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, yeah. like Casa de Salud, uh, Latino Roundtable, uh, um, Hispanic Leaders Group, mm -hmm. where we're working to uh, raise awareness within their, their uh, membership um, to let the community to let businesses know that we're here to help yeah yeah no it's it's great like uh like you just mentioned you know you guys are members of the hispanic chamber of commerce in here in st louis and have you felt you you, you kind of touched a little bit in, uh, about it but have you felt like um a support or the or that you've or that that has opened maybe like a little bit more of a door towards like the hispanic and latino community absolutely yeah um uh, members have been so supportive uh, of um, the work that we're doing. They're sharing our resources with families. Uh, we've made uh, different connections with other members mm -hmm. where we've been able to collaborate with different events and okay. attend some of their events. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's trickling down to the community as well where some of their families are reaching out to us for support uh, because we know the importance of trust in the community as well as presence in the community so we're we're bringing education programs and support groups okay. in those areas where it's most needed and where it's participating in health fairs community events festivals uh, to raise awareness um, about the disease um, because like you said there's lots of misconceptions yeah um, there's, there's so many and and i feel like it's uh sometimes it's a, it's a disease i don't want to say that people don't give it importance because they do but i feel like it's as deadly as like cancer and uh, diseases like that and sometimes it doesn't get like maybe the research or the importance than like cancer gets, for example. And sure. it's even, I mean, I, I don't know the, the exact numbers, but I'm pretty sure it's as deadly, if not deadlier than, uh, than cancer is. Yeah, so uh, I mean, cancer is definitely impacting the community, but I know Alzheimer's, one in nine adults over the age of 65 are living with Alzheimer's. Yeah. Um, and so in uh, Missouri, for example, uh, I believe we have something over 120,000 people living with the disease and more than 250,000 caregivers uh, who are supporting someone with the disease. Um, and kind of like you said, uh, there's there continues to be the stigma where yeah. people are afraid to talk about it. Yep. Uh, they're afraid to talk with their doctors. Um, or sometimes they think it's just normal part of aging because... Yeah. Uh, I know growing up, it was just common for people to think that, okay, you know, grandma, grandpa is getting older, that's normal. Yeah. But it's not normal when 
they've done finances their entire life and they begin to have issues with their finances. Yeah. Maybe they begin to have an increased number of car accidents, uh, trouble with you know technology, using the remote control, or maybe they're just making um, decisions, like inappropriate decisions that they wouldn't have made previously yeah, yeah. those are all warning signs that people may not know um and are may not think are serious enough to talk with the doctor yeah. about it yeah and, and it's also at the same time it's not like oh i forgot my keys once oh my god i got alzheimer's you know oh yeah i know i forget my keys all the time <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> where are they where they? and, and that's that's normal yeah. but because i can then recall you know where where i put it but some of these other things um are, are not normal mm -hmm. like uh, if i've been uh, um, the homemaker my entire life if i've been responsible for cooking and then all of a sudden i'm, I'm burning everything or i'm leaving stove the stove mm -hmm. on yeah. um that's that's different okay okay and uh so i was going through your programs and you guys have a lot of programs you have like an education program to to uh raise awareness you have the walk to end alzheimer's mm -hmm. can you tell us a little bit about the programs you guys have absolutely um so uh first i'll start with the walk because okay. you brought that up and then i'll talk about our other programs Sounds but great. Um, our walk to end alzheimer's is really our largest event to raise awareness and funds for research care and okay. support so um, through this event our goal is for families in the communities to create teams and raise awareness about the disease within their own community as well as raise funds that go directly towards supporting research okay. um, throughout the world as well as uh, providing care and support services through the Alzheimer's Association to families mm -hmm. and so Families are able to create teams, and then on the day of the walk, which in St. Louis, it's going to be October 29th okay. at the Chesterfield Amphitheater. So if you're here, please yeah, please come and attend. Yeah. Um, uh, families can com come in and, and walk with us and show support. And okay. it's really about turning the whole, you know, Hall of St. Louis purple just to let everybody yeah. know that uh, it's impacting our communities here in St. Louis. And But there is help and there is hope. Is there a price to do that? Do you just show up and like do the walk? Like do you buy a shirt? How does no? There's how can like people help? You know? Yeah, there's no cost to to okay. uh, participating. You just create a team. So if you go to our website alz.org forward slash walk. Okay, and we'll put that at the bottom for people to see that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. you just create a team. And then there, if you're so inclined to raise funds, you can. And then you just join us for our walk. Just oh, okay. show up. Yeah. That's the most important part. Show up and, and, and you know show your support. Yeah. Now you guys know that you can't. There's no excuse. Right? <laughs> All you have to do is show up. Right? All you have to do so, is show up. So yeah, there's we, no we excuse. We want to see you there. Yeah, there's no um, excuse. Because it's, it's, it's really great just to see so many people in purple representing the, the families or the person that they're caring for the, the families that they've lost to this disease yeah. um, and everybody gets a flower to represent whether they're an ally a caregiver living with the disease okay. and okay. so it's it's just a very powerful um event so i, I encourage everybody but that's only um that's one aspect. I think we provide a lot of other services to families. Mm -hmm. The most important one, I think, well, one of the most important ones is our 24-7 helpline. Yeah. So we have a free number that anybody can call, whether it's 3 in the morning, 4 p.m., whatever time it is, um, and you will speak with a dementia expert. Okay. And so Do you have the number? Or I don't know if you know it 
by Hawk. Yeah, one eight hundred two seven two three nine zero zero. Perfect. We'll we'll put that at the bottom too if somebody wants to to contact that that uh that line. I feel like sometimes, like you mentioned it earlier, I think a lot of people that might think they have it or or have are showing symptoms, they're ashamed to to like admit it or mm-hmm. to you, I think you 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 mentioned like even tell your doctor about it. Yeah. So lines like that um i think they're really helpful because it's it's over the phone so it's mm-hmm. it's a little bit more private in the sense of like Very you can private. say something mm-hmm. and and you're you're not seeing the other person face to face and sometimes that that can change yeah can change everything absolutely it's a great resource it's oftentimes the number one way that families are getting connected with all of our other services okay. and we do have experts that speak um, english spanish other languages and if there's not a staff member that speaks that language we will find uh you know we have a translation service that we can work with Uh, i believe we uh, provide um, service to over a hundred different languages oh that's that's great i don't know that's a lot of (laughs) languages that's a lot of languages um so what's the education programs that you guys have yeah, so uh, another service that we provide are these education programs, which is a just a great opportunity for anybody to come and learn about the disease. So we have um, more uh, uh, general programs like understanding Alzheimer's and dementia, uh, knowing the 10 signs, um, which are pretty basic. And then we have more in-depth programs for people who are currently dealing with the disease, like caregivers or people living with it. Mm-hmm. So we have um, a group of programs called Living With, um, and it's Living With Early Stage, a separate one for middle stage, separate one for late stages, mm-hmm. where caregivers can uh, come in and learn how to support people in different mm-hmm. stages of the disease. We have a program on managing money, which is really important when talking about um, financial planning and legal planning. Um, okay. And uh, uh, understanding communication strategies and understanding challenging behaviors. So we really have a lot of uh, programs which are free. There's a lot that are happening in your community if you're listening, as well as ones that you can take online for free. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to do it online, it's alz.org forward slash training. Perfect. We'll put that at the bottom, too. And uh, for people who are listening on Spotify, can you say that one more time? Absolutely. It's alz.org forward slash training. Perfect. Um, so we've talked about the, the Alzheimer's Association does a lot of research about um, this disease, right? Mm-hmm. For people who want to like learn more about it, are you like the guys doing the research? Is there like a separate entity and you guys just like um, found like uh, does the do the funding like how does that work? Who's who's the person like or the entity doing the the research? Yeah, so the Alzheimer's Association is the largest funder of okay, research, okay. and we're funding independent researchers or institutions around the mm-hmm. globe who are doing this research. And it's really not in it, just in the United States because who's to say you know the answer isn't in another continent? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think last time I looked, um, I believe we're funding research in forty-eight different countries, oh, wow. uh, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, like you said, research in Alzheimer's, all other dementias, um, with the vi- our vision being a world without Alzheimer's mm-hmm. um, and all other dementia. Uh, and we also um, host a the largest uh, 
international conference for researchers. Okay. It's called Alzheimer's Association International Conference, where we bring in researchers and professionals from around the globe so that they can uh, present to one another. So they're learning about what's happening, what kind of research is going or, uh, around, happening around globally, uh, make those connections and promote collaboration mm -hmm. within these researchers. Um, and then for the community, if you, if anybody's interested in a clinical study, mm -hmm. we have a program called Trial Match, okay. where if you are interested, just Google uh, Alzheimer's Association Trial Match. It asks you a few questions about yourself. Mm -hmm. And then what it does is it pulls a list of clinical studies that uh, you are eligible to participate in. So it doesn't sign you up for them. Okay. It just tells you, hey, you are eligible for these studies. And then um, I would then be able to go in and contact the research and say, hey, I learned about your study. I want to participate mm -hmm. in it. Uh, and so that's, uh, and I know researchers are looking for both uh, people who are living with the disease, okay. caregivers, as well as healthy individuals. Okay. So people who have no memory changes mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. cognitive decline so that we can keep track of memory changes across uh, our lifespan. Yeah, yeah, okay. So now that, that um, we talked about the funding and stuff, like what if, if there's somebody who's watching and they're like, I wanna make a donation, I wanna help out, how does, how can they do that? Who, who do they need to contact and all, the, all that stuff? So, um, uh, uh, donations are always appreciated <laughs> but not expected. Yeah. Um, f individuals can go to our website, alz.org, and make a donation online. Um, you can stop by our office and make a donation in person. You can join a walk team uh, or create a walk team for a walk to end Alzheimer's and, and raise funds that okay. way. Okay. We also have... Um, Another fundraiser with, uh, that's called The Longest Day, mm -hmm. which focuses around the summer solstice, uh, which is a little bit more creative where you can come up with, you know, whatever idea you want to do to to raise funds. Oh, okay. Um, but that's only, only one way. Mm -hmm. I think what I would encourage anybody listening to you is just participate in a program mm -hmm. uh, because our goal is to get this information out to families yeah, if yeah. you want to donate that's that's wonderful and we really appreciate it but also come and learn about Alzheimer's mm -hmm. and dementia yeah. come and learn about the warning signs so if you're noticing it in some a family member or someone that you know you can gently say hey you know I've been noticing um, uh, some changes I'm concerned about you is yeah. everything okay yeah. uh, and then lastly, uh, volunteering. Yeah. Uh, we, I, I believe this last year, 91% of our programs were delivered by a volunteer. So that's oh, nice. education mm -hmm. programs, support groups, early stage programs, uh, our faith ambassador program. Those were all delivered by volunteers out in the community who are passionate about Alzheimer's uh, disease and raising mm -hmm. awareness. So. Um, Volunteering is a great way to give back, mm -hmm. um, and we're we're always looking for volunteers. That that's great, yeah. Because that was that was gonna be um, like my other question, like how can people help out without without donating? But I feel like you answered that mm -hmm. um, that pretty well. I feel like one of the things you said that caught my attention was like knowing how to and when to like approach a person that you might be seeing like okay i think this person's showing symptoms and stuff because a lot of people might be sensitive over that right mm -hmm. you, they might get upset at you they might get mad at you because why is this person saying this so it's 
it's always great to like know when to approach it, how to approach it, and even if you need to approach it. Like, cause you might be seeing, thinking, going back to the keys, uh, to the keys example, like, oh, this person is losing his keys all the time. He probably has that, and then mm-hmm. you know, it turns out that not at all. You know, but if you go to their classes, go to their education programs, and do their things, it's gonna be easier for you to um, to catch the signs if if there's any. So, Absolutely. Um, is there anything else you would like to take our viewers to tell our viewers on Facebook and our listeners on uh, Apple Podcast and Spotify? Absolutely. The one other, pro- two other programs that I forgot to mention is our support group. So we do have yeah. a variety of support groups for people living with the disease, as well as for caregivers. If you're looking to connect with other people who are having a similar experience, okay. um, those are available for you. If you are someone who's currently living with the disease, maybe you were recently diagnosed and you have questions, yeah. there are support groups available for you. We also have uh, more social activity-based programs. Like for example, we've worked with the botanical gardens where they're okay. doing a, a guided tour for people living with um, the disease. Um, and then we have uh, education programs as well. So. However we can help you, we are here for you. Uh, Like I said, the best way to make that first contact is through our 24-7 helpline number. Okay. 800-272-3900. But please don't hesitate to call um, whatever question you may have. Thank you. Thank you, Ben, for uh, being with us today. It was a great episode. I I know I learned a lot. I hope our viewers and listeners uh, learn a lot about this. And like he said, if you guys have anybody who's suffering from Alzheimer's or yourself or think that somebody is, please reach out to them and they'll help you out. Um, it's a great cause. And if you can donate, if you can help out, that's also greatly appreciated. Um, this has been the end of Latina in the Lou. I am your host, Miguel Rincan, Ben Molina. Thank you. And we'll see you guys in the next one.